Wow. Okay, we just finished the class with Meredith Amato. Right. That was and great. And this is Wendy. And this is Debbie. We're from Nourish Coaches, and we're so happy you've joined us. We're excited to be able to post-workout, immediately talk with our instructor, Meredith Amato, of Move with Meredith. Welcome. We're so glad to have joined you this morning. Yeah, I'm glad you had space after your class to come do this. Yes, yes. And I think it worked out really well that you got to experience the class. Yeah. And now we can talk about it. I, tell us all about it. Like, we now we've experienced it. And I want to know how it all started, like where it came from. Tell, them this, tell us all about Nia, because I think a lot of our listeners may not have ever heard of it before. Okay, so the technique that I teach is called Nia. N-I-A. N-I-A. The NIA technique was created back in the 80s. Debbie Rosas was owning and operating huge aerobics chains in California (laughs) and decided to begin to explore other movement that ultimately, I mean, really what NIA is is a system for sustainability in the body. Mm. Debbie's background in what she was doing and running in the businesses, I think, informed this desire within her to say, well, wait a minute, is there more than just this two-dimensional front and sideways movement? And she kept noticing her instructors and her students having a lot of the same repetitive stress injury. And she and her partner at the time, Carlos Rosas, began to explore martial arts. My favorite story that they always, she always tells is uh, they went to a dojo and the sensei told them to take their shoes off, which, you know, at the time it was like, what sneakers do you have? Yeah. And, you know, these big, thick, foam, <laughs> whatever. And uh, that are supposedly, air quotes, so good for you, you know, because they protect you yeah. when in essence, really, we dance barefoot and this, we dance barefoot in my class, is that the, the feet are our first message of our nervous system that right. our bodies are safe. Right. You know, that we're in alignment, that you know how it is. You wear uncomfortable shoes at a wedding and the next day your neck hurts, you know, because it goes <laughs> up your body to yep. compensate. Anyway, so they took off their shoes and they began exploring different styles of movement. So it started in with martial arts and moved into, well, wait a minute. This is really different and sustainable. The energies of Tai Chi, Taekwondo, Aikido. But what about the joy? Like, where's the fun? Where's the... So they started to explore dance. And they checked out modern dance and jazz, you know, really fun and showy and Isadora Duncan style. And then the other piece that they felt they wanted for this system of sustainability in the body were the healing arts. So the alignment of bones and joints that yoga gives us, you know, Feldenkrais, the Alexander technique. So all of these movement forms, these nine movement forms are part of the energies that combine to create this incredibly cross-training-ish, cross-energetic training movement system Mm. for the body. And that's, I think, one of the things that I love so much about it is that it's just not one way. It's so many ways and it's so interpretive. It it allows so much freedom of 
Everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. The well, body, the mind, the heart, just like opening up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's a good amount of form. You know, I, I hesitate for people to um, get the impression that it's just this free dancing, you know, whatever. Yeah, for there's sure. a fair amount of form uh, with the martial arts. Mm-hmm. So there's the angularity and the strength and the power of Taekwondo and then the fluidity of Tai Chi and the awareness of alignment of yoga, you know, it's all of it that we get. So it's kind of a cross training, a physical cross training and an energetic cross training that happens in an hour. It's really, it's, it's fun. And, but it's the encouragement is to find your body's way of doing this movement, you know, Mm -hmm. and that could be within millimeters or huge changes. I have women, I mean, you saw today women of all ages, I mean, up to their 80s, plus very, very fit, younger women as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I have women that take the class in a chair, and the movement can be easily adapted to that. So it's really about every student developing their own sensory IQ. Okay, that's the movement. I'm watching Meredith. So there's the form. And then how do I take it, you know, in really strong contrast to many other classes or experiences Mm -hmm. in our whole life where it's like, well, who's the expert and who do I follow? And I guess I have to do it exactly like that. Right. Um, Here's what she's doing. Okay. How does my body feel at that pace, at that rhythm? So it's about finding your body's way, your natural time and what feels good. You know, we talked about that today. It could be a little shift of your shoulder Mm -hmm. or If you're listening to the podcast now, how are you sitting in your seat? Or if you're driving, or what can you shift in this moment just to feel a little bit better? Mm -hmm. And that's really the path of developing a stronger sensory IQ, and it's the path of self-healing. Right. Just feeling better. Yeah. It's almost like a custom class. Even though you're there with a bunch of people, as soon as you let go of everything and everybody around you and you just focus on what you're saying, it's like, okay, I'm moving the way I move and I have to do what I have to do within my body and what my body's ability is to move, which I never felt like that in aerobics ever. (laughs) I I certainly don't feel like that in yoga because you're trying to make the right pose in the right position. So, you know, and I've had experience with all of those modalities that you're talking about and never felt that way until I was in your class and I had to let go of everything and just start moving and didn't care if I looked like you or the person next to me. It was just like, I'm going to just move in the way I'm moving. Oh, that's beautiful. Because everybody was moving differently. And so I, at first I was kind of watching everybody and then I realized we're all moving so differently. I'm, I can't, I'm, I'll look at you once in a while, but I'm just going to do whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it, that once I did that, it felt like that custom class. And I was like, this is cool. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And believe it or not, you'll still get a workout. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to work out. We got sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. super sweaty. I yeah. think I'm still sweating, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you bring up a good point. Um, and I talked a little bit about this at the beginning of class. You know, self-consciousness is, is a type of hell. and you know based on what we live you know the world that we live in um as women we tend to carry this like constant vibration of 
shame mm-hmm. that we don't fit into some very narrow, and it could be a very narrow self-created ideal of how we should look, how we should move. And what I really, really want to give women the opportunity for is to have this little oasis where, yes, they're getting a quote workout and they're sweaty and we're, you know, but they're having this time that they're spending with their bodies Mm -hmm. to just feel, well, what am I feeling? How do I want to move? I think I talked about being out Saturday night and dancing And there were points where, oh, I better turn it down because I'm seeing, I'm getting certain kinds of attention and and will I be safe? And so this combination of, for women, low-level shame and safety, am I safe if I move this way, if I carry myself this way? What I'm hoping, you know, what my deepest desire is to offer this safe oasis, fun, joyful moment in time that we all kind of get to play and co-create together where every person really gets to feel her emotion, her power, her joy of being in a body in this moment and whatever her body can do in this moment and what feels good in this moment. My meditation teacher will talk about how we all know how to meditate. We do it all the time. We do it when we're reading a book and somebody calls our name and we can't hear them or we're engrossed in a TV show or even in the movie theater Mm -hmm. when you're just so involved in a moment. What I really, really desperately want to teach people is letting go of the story, letting go of self-consciousness and really going back to sensation. Mm -hmm. Because when we go into a story, whether it's about what my body looks like as I'm doing this, what my body looks like because it doesn't look like hers, Mm -hmm. um, what I can do or can't do, you know, the amount of times that people have said, I'll try it, but I can't dance. You know, all of these stories. Mm -hmm. Were you just in my head? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I had a nickel for every time. (laughs) Right. Um, And also self-consciousness, you know, What does it look like? What's this, you know, all this external referencing. But if we can drop that and just go to sensation, well, how do I feel? Well, what Mm -hmm. feels good? Does it feel good to move my fingers like this? How about if I stay curious? It becomes a moving meditation in many ways Mm. because we're really taking this like oasis, this little like moment in time in our week, in our day. And just being with ourselves and having fun. You know, that's really, it's about finding fitness through pleasure Mm -hmm. as opposed to no pain, no gain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we named our our foundation movement instead of exercise (laughs) or something else. Because I think people have gotten away from the pleasure. We've gotten away from the pleasure of food because we want to do the right thing. We've gotten away from the pleasure of moving our body because we've, you know, following someone else's technique and we we really are losing touch with our intuitive self. It's all, it's all about coming back to our true selves mm-hmm. and the true form of whatever it is we're doing, whether it's movement and mindfulness or eating. I think that's part of the beauty of our journey of life, right? Is to continually try to realize who we are or how we're showing up or taking off some of the layers that we've 
tried on <laughs> and <laughs> learning which ones to throw away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and coming from a, a dance background, you know, very strict Manhattan Ballet School. And, you know, it's all about external referencing, right? Yeah. And when I started teaching Nia, um, I would teach often in spaces, I'd say, well, we need a mirror because it's easier for a teacher to have a mirror. Right. But as my practice has evolved, as my life has evolved, as my body has changed, you know, I really had a very dysmorphic, and I probably still do, vision of myself, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I was a little girl who wanted to be a ballerina that ended up, you know, five foot two on a good day with curves, mm -hmm. you know? And that was really hard. And then I had a baby, and now my belly skin is wrinkly, and I'm a fit woman. Mm -hmm. So now what I've incorporated, if we are in a studio with mirrors, will everybody kind of orients themselves that way, and we will consciously turn away from the mirrors. And I've always had this fantasy, someday if I ever start a blog, it's going to be called Dancing Without Mirrors. Because I really, it's that, it's that, what if I wasn't looking? What if I didn't have to look and I can just feel? You, you've gone through a bit of a roller coaster in life recently. So I'm, I'm wondering how the NIA has helped you and, and maybe has grounded you in some ways or has, has brought you back to a certain place, maybe when you're feeling kind of a lot of stress or a lot of you know, upheaval or whatever was going on. And then you teach a class like, because of course you're moving your body is a big part of it, but it's the spiritual part and the community part. You were feeding so much of yourself that probably really needed to be fed at that time. So not that we're saying this should be therapy, but it really very well could be therapy. And I have a woman who actually started coming recently and she's like, this is it. This is my therapy. You yeah. know, I'm telling everyone this. I've often said that dance in general, and that's just been my practice my whole life, right. has really kept me sane. Most recently, yeah, going through a divorce um, and regular life changes, aging, all of it. Mm -hmm. You know, there was so much going on. But to be able to have a place to shake, mm -hmm. to sometimes sound, you know, hey, ha. Right. Uh, to say no, to say yes. And I encourage students, you don't have to hold an idea specifically in your mind. Just trust that whatever's happening and you're saying no and you're saying yes and you're saying maybe, you know, whatever it is, you're moving that energy. Take it to your level. Be where you are. Mm -hmm. I have to do the same and take right. the medicine right. for myself. Mm -hmm. And... That's the part that I find so healing. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, in most classes, do I end up completely drenched with sweat? Yes. Do the students, every, pretty much every class, wear completely sweating? Like, mm -hmm. is it a workout? Yes. But it's kind of a work in. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, in that I get to kind of dance with whatever is present. And, you know, there's a lot of room in the class for that. You know, there are chops and, and blocks and punches at points. There is very soft movement. You know, every class has seven cycles. Mm. So we move through a very conscious stepping in, leaving distraction behind. We warm up, we get moving, you know, and then we start cooling down 
And at the end of class, there's floor play. So we're actually, if the student is comfortable, we're on the floor um, playing with gravity in different ways, uh, gravity pulling on our organs in different ways. Um, and then we step out with an intention mm -hmm. similar to how we stepped in. So there's a really nice container, uh, especially for those days when you're not quite feeling it. There needs to be a safe container and a pattern that feels familiar that we can kind of move into and out of yeah. um, in each class. Interestingly enough, growing up a dancer, being, having movement in my life, the first thing I want to do when I'm overwhelmed is freeze. And I know there's the fight, fight, flight, freeze situation that we all do, but the, I want, I be, I go inert. Wow. That's my impulse. That's sure. whether that's my safety or I don't want to move. I don't want to see people. I don't want to. And you don't want to make one more damn decision or another decision. <laughs> right. And so then being able, and in a way I was a little bit quote unquote forced because I was teaching my classes right. and people were expecting me to show up <laughs> to continue my practice, to kind of take my knee a medicine and to show up as I was, I mean, this would be a really interesting question even to ask people who have been dancing with me yeah, through the whole thing, right? That uh, from before to during to whatever. Um, and it really, it was okay to show up as me. Yeah. And that's a real huge freedom. Mm -hmm. I don't have to make believe I have it all together. My shakes are going to be a little sloppy today. Mm -hmm. I'm heavier. I'm grounded I need to make more sound I need to make less sound whatever it is it really carried me through because I was moving energy there was a space for me to just be me and sweat mm -hmm. and so get all those you know stress hormones and everything like you know really release toxins right. um, and that it yeah I'm so grateful I'm so grateful to have this practice yeah wonderful you just shared a lot of different emotions that I felt throughout the class, too. The joy, the playfulness, the martial arts, like the a fierceness, you know, that I had within. I was like, whoa, hello. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, yeah. haven't seen you in a little while. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. that range, I think, that's that you're, you have been able to create. That's really, yeah. it's powerful. Yeah. Your, yeah. your modeling up there was perfect and how how you you were modeling the joyfulness the playfulness and everything else and you're coaxing us to to join you and in the interesting part was how reluctant we all were in the beginning including me I was like oh, well, you're yes. like you know do the hey really loud and you know and I'm like hey <laughs> and then towards the later on I was doing it more powerfully because I'm just like come on what am why am I holding back we were all holding back sure and yeah. and I was like good for her for just like demonstrating what we could be doing right now if we can just let go a little bit more and maybe it'll take two or three or four or five classes into it to or really 15 or yeah sure. <laughs> because but, it's your natural time that's interesting <laughs> that you say that so it's a practice right right and, you know, I've been teaching Nia since 2005 mm. and there are times I've said this before, you know, mm -hmm. we're all human, right? Where it's like, oh no, I have a 10 o'clock class. Mm -hmm. I feel. How am yeah. I going to show up? Yeah. But through my practice of staying really present with what's available to me in the moment and not judging like, oh, I'm the teacher. I better bring it each time at this exact level if I create, if I give myself permission 
to be where I am, nine times out of 10, by like song three, <laughs> I can't, because I'm so used to playing in this capital J sensation of joy place, not like, yay, you just gave me a present, it's a birthday party, but like, really like, oh, hey, I get to do this right now. I get to be in my body. And even if I'm taking it to a much lower level, I'm really grateful that I've had all this practice of tapping in to this sensation. And that's really what we're going for is the sensation of joy. Mm -hmm. Even if that means I'm barely lifting my arm, mm -hmm. I'm barely kicking my leg off the floor, I can still, there's still a place for me in this class, in this moment. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be full out and that's, that's an interesting thing that you said. What was the, the, how did you say it? Letting go or we were all not letting go. Mm -hmm. Letting go is different for everyone, mm -hmm. you know? And my perception, I could be looking at you and you could be stretching your boundaries beyond anything you've ever done. And to me, I could be like, oh, I don't think she's having fun. Like, I wonder how this is <laughs> But it's not my place to judge. Right. You know, I feel me as a teacher, it's my place to just create this space right. where everybody is welcome. Mm -hmm. You know, here's the movement. Take it super low. Take it super high. You can add a jump. You cannot jump at all. You can do it in a chair. And, I, and I, it runs the gamut mm. of who is welcome. Um, which really opens up possibility and community. Yeah. So you actually bring that up, and we have the five foundations that nourish, right? So you you've you hit on three foundations right away. Yeah. And you've got the movement, you've got the mindset, and you've got the community all wrapped up into one. So, <laughs> could you tell us how you came to Nia? I sure can. I. Came to Nia after I was living in Brooklyn and I was teaching yoga in Manhattan and Brooklyn for a while. Um, I had danced, I've danced my whole life, um, very strict, very professional ballet training, uh, modern dance company in California. I did some musical theater. So I was always coming from a movement background. And then I became a yoga teacher uh, back in 1999. And in 2005, I heard about this class and the creators were coming to give a master class in the city. And I went and there were, oh my gosh, like a hundred people there. Mm. And I went with a friend of mine, another dancer. And halfway through the class, you know, across this huge gym, our eyes met and we were both like, whoa. And in that moment, I just really felt oh, my body wants to do this. Like I got a really clear message and I'm looking around the room at all these ages and all of this joy across, like it wasn't because, oh, well, because she's five foot seven and a size whatever, she's really good at it. Mm -hmm. Like there was none of that. Mm -mm. And it, that was a big shift for me coming from a very strict um, externally motivated dance background right. where it's like, what do you look like? Yep. How high is your leg? How, what size is your whatever? Yeah. Um, there was this freedom. So I got to dance. I got to, like Wendy said, feel tough and like, huh, like powerful and then really soft and quiet and sensual all in one class. And I thought, what is this? <laughs> within a month, I flew out to Chicago and I got my white belt and I was teaching 
as soon as I got back, basically. And mm-hmm. I've been teaching ever since. Oh, so there are different levels. So Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. It's created like the martial arts system. You start okay. with white belt. Everyone starts with white. And after white belt, you have the option to teach. Many, many people go through the belt system um, simply to deepen their practice. Once you begin to delve into this work, you realize, like, yeah, you just took an hour class, how much science you know there's a science there's a craft and an art to this work Mm. and how much is behind what we just did in class it's fascinating and it's really a self you know it's a lifestyle and a fitness system yeah could certainly see absolutely see that yeah feel that too right yeah and i have to say that when we first thought of interviewing you we thought you know, we, we try to cover all of our foundations with our podcasts, you know, nutrition, sleep, movement, stress management or mindfulness and connection. And so we were thinking of movement when we invited you to, to talk on our podcast. And we realized that very quickly, very quickly. <laughs> oh, it's just not movement. Yeah. It's a lot more than that. Um, the deeper your sensory IQ, the stronger your sensory IQ. And I've studied with you ladies uh, nutritionally. Right. You're, you're encouraging, you encouraged me to really feel what I needed nutritionally. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. I practice deepening mm-hmm. my sensory IQ, I get it. I can connect quicker to, am I hungry? Mm. Am I thirsty? Mm-hmm. Am I tired? Mm-hmm. Do That's I need right. to, you know, as opposed to just tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what to do, which, you know, happens in most other movement classes tell me what to do and the world and the world and the world you know no one wants us to reference ourselves who's going to make money if we reference ourselves only right you know right but that's where true health is and i think that it's definitely that where you have you are having us tune into ourselves continually you kept doing that and that's something we teach and have to remind ourselves i have to remind myself of that absolutely all the time so the idea of referencing ourselves, looking into ourselves, how do I feel? How do I, what do I want? Instead of what do you want me to do? Or how, how, how am I supposed to feel? Um, and so many people are guided by that and in the wrong direction so many times. Yeah. So it's, I, I respect that before I even did the class, I recognize that's what you, you do just talking to you about Mia in the past, but being there absolutely noticed that and I kept checking in on myself it was like a progression of evolution absolutely yeah Yeah. you get in there you're a little stiff just from yeah sleep last night you know but just a little stiff with self-doubt or self-criticism or wondering what are they doing right yeah but you continue to remind us go within what's going on and that was that was very helpful yeah, it's amazing. And people are surprised. Yeah. They're surprised yeah. at like, wow, I really felt that. You yeah. know, there's all this permission. And at the same time, you walk out going, whew, I feel strong. And I feel you. I mean, I think you'll agree. You literally move every part of oh, your yeah. body. Every <laughs> part. I When I danced with you last Saturday, the, the, the next day I was like, oh, I don't usually move that muscle or I didn't know that thing was there. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, it felt really good. And that's the other gift that Debbie Rosas gave us creating this technique 
with all this freedom, you know, it's based in 52 distinct movements that the more classes you take, you'll keep going, oh, wait a minute, I know how to do this. And Mm. it just becomes more and more familiar. Right. Even though the energy of those movements will change based on the music, based on the focus of the class. But what she gave us is an opportunity to move our bodies the way they were designed to move. And that's the thing. You know, if you have, if your upper arm bone can rotate in your shoulder, we are going to play with that. You're going to explore that wrists, ankles, feet, um, stay really open and curious. What can my body do? Um, And from that place, that's the springboard. You know, we say through movement, we find health Mm -hmm. Um, because that's really uh, you know, as women and men as well, I don't mean to, you know, leave men out of the conversation, but our connection with our bodies. And so the more we can tap into that, you know, we get to use every muscle, every part and really develop this connection, this deeper connection with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the relationship that we have forever, right? First breath, last breath. It's kind of a beautiful, it's, it's really the most important one. Because it it's the relationship that informs every Everything other relationship else. we have. Absolutely. Yeah. You had mentioned in the, in the class um, your shaking. You, you talked about animals shaking. Mm. Yeah. It's so interesting. If you watch animals, how they are so true to their bodies. Because they don't know how to not to be. That's all they have. <laughs> they aren't unprogrammed, right? right? Yeah. You know, they're not stuck in their head like we are. So... Mm which, gosh, gosh, I want to be like that more often, get out of my head and get into my body. And so that was such an opportunity to do that. It was a gift. I left that class thinking that was a gift to get me back into my body. And it was a really nice thing. I needed that grounding, especially because I've been away traveling, doing things. And I said to Wendy yesterday, I, I need to be grounded. I, this class is coming at a perfect time for me. So yeah, and it did it. It did the job. I'm the difference between how I feel now compared to the beginning when I stepped into that classroom, it's 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 like I'm on the other side of the world. It really is. Oh, that thrills me. Yeah. I mean, that just thank you so much for saying that because it it's wonderful to hear that feedback. Yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm going for. And we are we're humans, but we're we're animals. Ultimately, this is what we are, and our biography becomes our biology. Mm-hmm. And we hold things in our bodies that we have no idea Mm -hmm. and they land in places (laughs) that we have no idea. And then one day I could be shaking my arm in class and feel like, why do I feel like I want to cry? Or why am I so angry all of a sudden? And it's, I've practiced enough that I'm like, all right, just let it, let it go. This, this reminds me of a term, physical therapy, <laughs> like literal physical <laughs> therapy. Mm. I mean, because you go in feeling one way and you come out feeling much different on a much higher frequency. You know, the frequency of all of us went up. I mean, that has got to feel really good on a regular basis. It really Do does. It. I've always said this is what's kept me sane. This is a practice that, you know, and interestingly enough, I... I teach yoga. I practice yoga. Um, I dabble in, you know, I, at one point in my life, I took spin quite a bit. And what I find now is when I go to other classes, I get to take all of what I know about my body, about movement from Nia. 
when you were just saying all that's exactly where I was going. I was like, how can this not help any other practice that you're doing? Because it's all about feeling. And some of the best coaches I've ever had shy away from technique and talk about, well, how does that feel? You have to feel the ball. You have to feel the, feel the swing. And, and there is a difference. You know, my, there's a difference when I hit a good serve. It feels easy. It feels good. It feels easy. When it's, when it's not a good serve, it doesn't feel that way. You know, it feels whatever it feels. It doesn't feel easy. When you hit the ball in the right place in the racket, it feels right. So I can see just tuning in using Mia technique and taking those classes will help you tune in in tennis, in running, in whatever else you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. But like I tell my students in my yoga classes or in Mia class, nobody knows better than you. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows better than you do. Um, and so I get to use this practice then as a compliment. How are you softening your joints? How are you giving your body a chance to move outside of like yoga, for example, strict alignment, you know, a healthy body can move in and out of alignment with ease and with agility. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we play with. That's one more thing. You know, we play with five sensations in this class, um, flexibility, stability, mobility, agility, and strength. Mm -hmm. And if you think back to class, there were points where sure. we literally oh, yeah. played Absolutely. with each Definitely. bit of energy yeah. um, to create balance mm -hmm. and to create more ease in the body right so you really it, it's a beautiful compliment to other uh For fitness sure. practices yeah. yeah absolutely when I went running the next day after my class with you last Saturday <laughs> I felt different and I thought about you know how I was landing on my feet and where my neck and my chin was and I I ran with my shoulders a little bit different and it just I stood up a little bit taller when I went running and so I could see it immediately how it was you know how I got reconnected oh yay yeah <laughs> you know there used to be a tagline that they would say Mia is like chocolate you have to taste it you know I can talk and talk and talk <laughs> yep, and clearly right. I can go on and on because I'm so passionate about it but truly it's about experiencing mm -hmm. it for yourself because yeah. everyone's body just like everyone's serve when it hits that sweet spot it's going to look different in Debbie's body than it would in Wendy's body or in sure. my body. Mm -hmm. It's about finding, you know, giving yourself enough of a chance. And every class is different. The music is always different. It's world music. I every once in a while put a little pop music in. So we want to make sure we tell listeners where they can find you. If they're local, where they can find you. Or if they're across the country listening to this. So if you're looking for Nia in general anywhere in the world, actually, because it's taught in several countries. I think it's on every continent at this point. Um, it's www.niaNow, N like Nancy, I-A, now.com. Mm -hmm. And you can find a class. Even people do it when they're going on vacation. You know, oh, I'm going to Paris. Well, I'm going to take a Nia class, you know. <laughs> and then for me, for my classes, my Facebook page is Move With Meredith. And my Instagram page is Be Moved with Meredith. And Meredith is M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H. And I also have an email list that people can subscribe to, hop on. And I like to kind of share little mini blog posts and, you know, updates about events or workshops or class changes. You give classes at a few different places around here. I do. Right now I teach in Marlboro and Tinton Falls and Belmar. 
and Colts Neck. And I, I'm always sort of playing around and looking for new spaces. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And I also do small groups. So I've done bachelorette parties <laughs> and I'm going to post about this. I was going to do it earlier. The amount of people who have come up to me and said, my sex life is so much better oh. because of this class. Now yeah. it's not a, like, it's not a pole dancing class by <laughs> any stretch, but I think when people can get into their bodies, drop a little bit of self-consciousness, get into the moment you know, and yes, move in ways that we don't get to move in regular life. Okay, sure. You know, yeah. so we play with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so bachelor parties made me think of that. But yeah, I've done lots of different bridal showers, baby showers, you know, just times where yeah. women's groups, you know, right. um, it's a really nice team building kind mm -hmm. of experience for people. Yep. So I speak at women's retreats and conferences. Um, I work with women privately as well. You know, sometimes that uh, self-consciousness or that stiffness is really way overwhelming. And the best place to start is a one-on-one -on -one session or there's something specific that somebody wants to work on, one element of the class. or So that's something that I'll offer. And then, yeah, sometimes it's about a party. Birthday parties, mommy and me stuff. I mean, it's really beautiful. Moms and daughters. Yeah, um, and I'll do events like I did a Mother's Day class. You know, I'll do different things. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.